up, everybody? Welcome to another week. This is the Live Life Aggressively Podcast. Yours truly, Sincere Hogan, my partner Mike Marler in the house. What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing this week? Hey, man. Finally, I can wear a hoodie in Texas. And... <laughs> Yeah. You know, that's, that's I'm, a still, good I'm, thing. Sitting, I'm still sitting here in shorts and a t-shirt, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> As I, I was, I'm waiting for this winter to kick in. I might have to go to the pool today. Yeah, well, let me tell you, we're a little <laughs> confused out here because you have people in Texas walking around with hoodies and still wearing their shorts and flip flops. So <laughs> we're kind of like, like in weather purgatory out here. We can't I'm like that too, man. I'm like that too. I get so used to wearing shorts that even when it's cold, I put on jeans. I'm like, oh, this feels uncomfortable, man. I'm, I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to wear a hoodie and shorts, too, like that. I do that all the time. <laughs> but other than that, man, it's been, it's been a pretty cool week. Um, also, just want to remind everybody, if you head over to my website and enter the coupon code LLA, you will get 30% off my DVD, the digital download, or the physical copy. And if you hop over to Mike's website, tell them what they get, Mike. Oh, you get 10% off any of my nutrition supplements, including the bundles. I've got these bundle specials now where you can buy – for example, three bottles of each product I carry, and you get free shipping, reduced price. On top of that, if you use that coupon code, you'll get an additional 10% off that. You'll get it off one bottle, too, if you want. But if you stock up, the more you buy, the cheaper it is for you, basically, is what I'm saying. But, hey, if you need it right now, use LLA. Get 10% off Restorezyme, my testosterone booster, and my recovery oil. And I've been getting some great feedback on Restorezyme. I've had quite a few people tell me what a difference it's made in their post-workout recovery and their gut health has improved. And, you know, one question people have been asking me is if they're taking that, do they need to take a digestive enzyme as well? And while Restorezyme is not something you take before meals, you take it on an empty stomach so that it eats up inflammation in your body as opposed to going to digest the food you're eating. Mm-hmm. What happens, though, is that your enzymatic pool is much larger now, it's, it's flourishing, that you will find that you have more enzymes when you eat and as a result have much better digestion. Also, the ginger in the product is incredible for your gut health and digestion as well. So in, in, for the simple answer is I don't think you do. I don't. I don't take digestive enzymes when I'm taking systemic enzymes. So I don't, I don't bother buying digestive enzymes anymore. My, my body is more than fine with just Restorezyme. And I think most people will fall into the same category. So that being said, I was taking beta HCL before my meal. Yeah, yeah, right. That would be a different category. You know, that, that hydrochloric acid, beta HCL, is, is, yeah. it, it increases the acidity in your stomach, which is very important for digesting protein in particular. Okay. So anytime you have a high-protein meal, whether it's a protein shake or you're eating a, just any meal which, which is high in protein, you can take it in the middle of the meal. You can take it right before. You can take it after. It doesn't really matter too much, but that will really help you digest food. One thing about taking it before, though, you want to make sure that you're eating very soon after because yeah. your stomach is going to be burning hard. You're going to feel like there's <laughs> yeah. a hole. Yeah, I, I had a couple of people take it, and they didn't get food as soon as they thought they were. It took 30 minutes to an hour. They went to a restaurant, took it, and then it took 30 minutes or more to get their meal, and their stomach is on fire. So it's, yeah. my, my attitude is, Get a few mouthfuls of food in, then take it. I usually take yeah. it after a protein shake or halfway through a meal. If I have like a high-protein meal, let's just say if it's like Fajita Wednesday or, <laughs> Papa <Pino> or <laughs> right. something like that, then I definitely take it after that because I definitely want to break that protein down immediately. As a matter of fact, I first heard about it from you when you came out here to Houston back in February, and you had brought up during your hormone lecture, and I was like, okay, that's, that's something new. That's one thing I do, I, I must say. Out of all the years we've done workshops together or the workshops I've attended with you, it seems like every time that you do the hormone optimization lecture, I pick up some new tidbits because you're constantly on top of all this stuff, man. And, and I can look back at all my notes, even going all the way back to collision course. And I can see that there's always some new material in there. So 
that was that was very beneficial, and I, I think I think it really helped me out a lot by adding by supplementing with um, beta and HDL, man. Big time. Yeah, it's one, it really thank you. It's, it, it's one of those simple supplements that's not expensive. I mean, you can oh, get it's a not at all. Of, uh, you can get a bottle of uh, beta teen HCL at the vitamin shop under their label that'll last you three months for probably twenty bucks. It yeah, I think I think that. I pay like sixteen bucks from like a local yeah. farmer's like a farm right. market store here. Yep, yep. And it's about six hundred milligrams with a meal. You don't you don't take more than three caps total in a day. Right. Some people are going to do better with less. Some may need a little bit more, but always start at the lowest amount and then go from there. Peter Rouse, actually, a friend of ours, Dr. Peter Rouse, he has a good article on how beta teen HDL works on his website. I think it's, what is his website? AFSPerformance.com. So check yeah, that out. Yeah, I'll put that in the notes. I'll put that in the notes. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then uh, I've, I've actually been talking to Peter about, he's been doing a lot of research on interesting supplementation and even some drugs that improve telomere lengths which is a sign of you know, how well you're aging. So I thought it would be interesting to have him come on the show maybe in December and just talk about some of the research he's been doing. And also, I'm going to an anti-aging seminar in Vegas. It's about three days. It's very intensive, you know, a lot of doctors, a lot of different topics. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this one, take a lot of notes, and then I think that maybe we could have an extra show a couple weeks where we just discuss some of the stuff I've been picking up and things like that, getting at some of those topics. Oh, yeah, okay. definitely, man. Speaking of anti-aging, I, and I hit you up about this a couple of days ago, but I definitely think that we can bring it up on the show. I'm starting to see a lot of advertising now online and also even with some of these um, Daily Deal websites, I'm starting to see these sublingual homeopathic HGH and homeopathic IGF-1. And as soon as I saw that, I had to ask, like, dude, I emailed you, Mike. I was like, dude, is there any possible way that they can even sell this product? Is there even going to be enough? of HGH or IGF-1 in sublingual drops? Because I'm just thinking they just, how can you have a potent dose of that in such like a one ounce or two ounce bottle? So that's why I hit you up on that and just see how legit this stuff was. Because people are going to see now, obviously, there's going to be a market for that. You know, a while back, you had, a couple years ago before the FDA started cracking down on it, you had um, ACG. And now it just seems like they've kind of, a lot of these manufacturers and factories have kind of directed their attention more toward more anti-aging because let's just face it right now anti-aging is a hot market thanks yeah. to suzanne summers and even the celebrities like that who live right. and swear by it so right. of course and they're really going toward that 45 50 55 year old plus market with these products and i think a lot of these folks what they're end up doing is seeing this stuff when they see the homeopathic hgh and igf1 especially when you can get a bottle for like 39 dollars it's very appealing compared to going to get injections and going to see a doctor where it's going to be a lot more expensive. And we also know that right now with healthcare, you know, it's sketchy now as far as covering that with, you know, with Affordable Care Act and all this other matters, a lot of people are losing their insurance or they're, right. they're dropping it because it's becoming too expensive. So yeah. this is going to be very appealing. The timing is just right with this. So I just want to get your opinion, man, on all this homeopathic HGH and homeopathic IGF-1. Yeah, I mean, the problem is those are very sophisticated hormones that are, are just not going to be delivered well in that system. I mean, that's why people get HCG shots or even growth hormone shots. HCG also has, it delivers much better in a shot. Mm-hmm. But growth hormone IGF-1 generally is you take an injection because it has – otherwise it has to go to the first pass, the liver, which is going to eat up basically all of that. Because growth right. hormone is a protein, essentially. It's a very sophisticated protein. It's 191 amino acids. So something to deliver an effective dose of that in a little homeopathic bottle is just not going to happen. Now, some people have found that deer antler velvet has 
certain amount of IGF-1 in it. And what may happen is you may take that and your body may get the signal to produce more when it comes into contact with that IGF-1. So that's a possibility. And some people have noticed like a 30 40% increase in IGF-1 from taking stuff like that. Other people haven't noticed anything, though, so it's hard to say if there weren't other variables for the people who did notice it. And, and that, that's the tough thing with, with really taking anything is that you know, a lot of studies, which we'll talk about in a little bit, can often be overly simplified or misinterpreted right. where people think, oh, well, that happened. I'm going to start adding that to my routine now. So, right. I mean, so the simple answer to your question is sophisticated hormones like that are just not going to work well in a homeopathic. And honestly, the whole growth hormone category has always been disappointing for supplement users. Now, these, these different growth hormone strategies have been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Very few things have ever really stood the test of time. And what I mean is a growth hormone product, let's say, that came out five years ago. Is it still selling now? No, because it didn't work then. <laughs> if it doesn't work, people aren't going to keep taking it. That's the one thing about supplement users is if it doesn't work, you're not going to keep blowing your money on it. So you may be hoodwinked once, right? Like, all right, this right. sounds interesting. But if you, if you buy a bottle of something, a month goes by, and you haven't noticed a damn thing, you're not going to go buy it again when it runs out especially right. products that are targeted toward increasing growth hormone because they're always overpriced. And the reason why is they'll say $100 for a bottle of this. And sometimes they'll try to make it look like growth hormone injection. So it, it, each, it comes in a little bottle. It's like 24 little bottles, and it's yeah. 300 bucks. And you take one little bottle each day. And you're just drinking it. You're not injecting it. But they're trying to make it look like an injectable, so it looks like the real thing, you know? <laughs> And, it, and so they, they charge these ridiculous prices because they're, they, they know you're going to associate it with growth hormone injections, which can cost up to 1000 1500 bucks a month. Right. And so that, that's the scam there. But nothing, is, nothing has really panned out that effectively. A couple things can work well, like Makuna in my testosterone booster. You know, that can give you a nice modest bump in growth hormone in IGF-1, like maybe 20 30%, which is not bad. But, but if you take that and, you, and, and then add it to high-quality sleep and you're getting a good growth hormone boost there, and then you're doing sprinting or high-intensity weight training, and then you're taking care of your diet, you know, it's the accumulation of all these things can be very effective. But in terms of like any one supplement where you take that and the growth hormone boost you get from that, it's not going to be so pronounced that it has such a huge benefit in everything else you're doing. You're not going to be like, wow, my skin is getting so much younger and my hair is turning black and I'm sleeping way better. You know, the right. benefits from taking injectable growth hormone and IGF-1 are, are tremendous. There's, they're, they're undeniable. And there, there really isn't anything that's over the counter that comes close to that. And that, that's obvious to you know, anyone who's ever taken both. The IGF-1 in particular, I mean, you can inject that into an injury site. You could have, like, a, an injured knee, and you could inject it right into that area, and it'll start having recuperative abilities right away. So it's, right. it's pretty powerful stuff. It's pretty interesting. Now, there is one pharmaceutical company that has found a way to deliver growth hormone in a sublingual tablet. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like a trochee that you would put under your tongue, and then it just dissolves, and apparently it'll, it'll bypass the liver and go into your system. And they had, they had some studies that showed it was very effective. But this is years ago, and it still hasn't come out. So there's a couple of things going on. One, it takes a long time to go through that process because this is a drug. You know, this is something you would have to get a prescription for, so it's not right. something where it would be a supplement. And two, you know, the companies that sell the injectables probably don't want something like that to come out because it would be tremendously cheaper and much more convenient. So I'm sure there's a lot of politics that are involved with blocking something like that. Often when something is effective and it's going to help people, there's always powers that don't want that out there is the sad reality. 
of stuff. Oh, yeah, if it's really going to cut to their bottom line, they're not trying to hear it, man. It's, it's, it's funny, even on a topic that's not as related, it was just funny, I was just reading um, an article about Tesla yesterday, and one of the states that's blocking Tesla from opening up dealerships is my very own state, the Lone Star State. And right. we all know that Tesla cars, you know, these electrical cars, man, and they are pretty much the cars of the future. You even had um, Elon Musk, um, who was also one of the co-founders of PayPal. And he's also one of those guys, when we were talking to Jason Furtick a couple of weeks ago, right. about, you know, the guys at PayPal paying these guys not to go to college and just come over there and work for them because they were so innovative. They didn't want them to waste their time in college. You, you have to think about guys like Elon Musk. This guy's brilliant. He's got PayPal. He's at, he's at um, Tesla. And so anyhow, Elon even came out to Texas and went to the state legislator to sit there and try to block a bill that keeps Tesla from having a dealership in Texas. But, of course, the bill didn't pass. So you have this innovation. You have this thing that was cut into the bottom line. What it comes down to is big oil, because we're talking Texas here, big oil was not trying to hear this guy coming right. in. Because can you just imagine, especially in the luxury car business, and one thing I will say about the state, people love their luxury cars. I mean, you'll see the soccer moms, everybody else driving like the big, the big SUVs, or they got the BMWs, and they have the Lexus, and they have all these luxury cars. And it's, it's a big thing out here. First of all, that would just dip into the prices just with these other auto dealerships as well as all the oil companies out there. So you know they played a big part in blocking him from getting a dealership here. Like, it's to the point where if the Tesla distributors or salespeople that they do have here, they're not exactly a dealership for Tesla. They are actually another type of dealership that actually has Tesla inside their dealership. Well, those salespeople can't even tell the potential customer how much the car costs, where they, what state they can go and test drive it. They can't mention anything. So all they can do is just take this person's name down and pretty much try to set them up where they can eventually buy it. But they can't give them any info. I'm like, what does that even mean? Right. So <laughs> it's just like someone's calling you, Mike, and is like, okay, um, yeah, I need to get a coach. I need someone to put some programming together for me. And can you just tell me more about your program? Nah. But um, <laughs> like, like, no, nah, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't. I'm, at, I'm not at liberty to disclose that with you. But I tell you what, this is how much it's going to cost. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, something can be said, man. When you dip into these guys who have these these lobbyists to handle all their business for them with these politicians, man. You're even going back to just talking about these supplement companies and this anti-aging and things like that. You know these guys. They're in so many people's pockets that the small guy who has that alternative for everyone that's affordable and it really fits their lifestyle, just like you were mentioning about the, um, the other anti-aging form of there with IGF-1, you know they're not trying to hear it, man. No. And the little guy doesn't have the money to pay for lobbyists to come in and, no, no. and fight for him either. I mean, if that were the case, then you and I wouldn't have to worry so much about GMOs being in our food. <laughs> you right. know? Now, there's a lot of insidious things that go on in different industries. I mean, in the supplement industry, for example, like the, the cornerstone ingredient in my testosterone booster, right, the South African herb bulbine natalensis. Now, this is, if we had to just pick one herb which is most effective for increasing testosterone naturally, you know, that would be it. So some people wonder, well, how come everyone is not selling this in all of their testosterone boosters? You know, how come the big companies still have tribulus in there and they don't have this in there? And it, it's a very easy answer, actually. There, this herb only grows in one place in the world right now, South Africa. And it only grows during a certain season. Mm -hmm. So you can only harvest so much material. Now, that's fine for a small company like me. You know, I don't sell 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 units a month. Yeah, so I have, a, I have a small operation here. So I can, I can supply the demand that I'm getting. And even there, sometimes the product runs out before 
I can get more in stock to fulfill demand. So even with my operation, sometimes it still is back in stock and so forth. Now, a much bigger company, they're not going to be able to keep up with their demand. So if, if, if a huge company, let, let's say someone like EAS or someone like that, or just any, any, any random nutrition. company. Yeah, yeah, Optimum Nutrition or any big company we see like at, at any vitamin shop, right? Or let's say even the GNC label. Right. You know, they're, they're, they, if they only, if, let's say they get 5,000 bottles. I mean, they could sell that in the first 24 hours. And then they may not be able to get another 5,000 bottles for three months. Right. So they're, they're, they're looking, they look at stuff like that when they evaluate what kind of products they have because it's not enough just to make a formula. They need to be able to supply it once they go through all the advertising money to get, out, to get it out there to build the awareness. Right. So, what, so what they will do is they, they're, they're not going to be honest and say, oh, you know, we'd love to have Bulbite in our product, but it, it's not going to work for these reasons. Instead, what they'll say is, oh, we evaluated that and we found more effective things. Yeah, right. What more effective thing? You know, I'll look at the bottles. Like everyone's got the same generic testosterone formula. It's like it always has fenugreek in it. It always has tribulus in it. It always has Tonkat Ali in it. Sometimes it has deaspartic acid in it. And you're going to get some benefit from a combination of all those things, but it's, it's nowhere close to bulbine natalensis. And they know it. I know it. They know it. The benefit is, is that I can sell it because I'm a small operator and they can't. So it's one of those things where being a smaller business works in your favor. And the, right. beauty of the, the beauty of the internet is you can, you can compete with much larger companies by playing the game smart, by having a high traffic website and, and putting out great information, doing things like the podcast. And I don't spend any money on advertising. Right. And it's, it's funny because a friend of mine was telling me that, you know, at some point you'll want to hire a PR agent and you'll <laughs> want to, you'll, you'll want to start getting all your products in the store so it goes out to a larger audience. And I go, no, no, I'm not interested in any of that. I'm not going to hire a PR agent because that's a total waste of time. I've done that before. Right. And I, I don't want to get it in G&C, vitamin shop, or any of these places. I'm not pursuing that. I'm not interested in doing that at all for the reasons I just mentioned. One, I would have to increase the price a great deal. So now people buying it from me are going to have to pay a lot more. And then, and then, two, they're going to try to undercut me. They're going to basically say, well, we want to buy from you at this, which often is below my cost. Right. And then a lot, of, a lot of companies will agree to that just because they want to have it on the shelves for prestige. I'm not one of those guys. I don't care about prestige. You know, I, care, I care about making a high-quality product, getting, uh, get, delivering it to the right person, you know, the right customer, and providing exemplary customer service. So I, I don't want just anybody buying this product. I want people that are a good fit for me buying this product, just like my workshops, my videos, everything else I've done with my business model. You know, I, I'd rather have a thousand people buy it from me and that's it. That's that I'll be making plenty of money doing that. I can provide great service to those people. They're going to be, they're going to get it at a good price. They're going to be happy with the service. Everyone wins. I make good money. They have a good product. Everyone's happy. You know, I don't need to get it into every store out there where people no longer have that direct access to me. They no longer have their concerns addressed by me. And the price is way higher. So I, th I think sometimes when people are, are in the corporate world, they get stuck in that whole everything's got to be top level. Yeah, go big you know, or go home. You yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. They're getting paid a lot of money to manage millions. But it's not their money. You know, they're playing with somebody yeah. else's money. Now, when you do your own thing, you know, you're playing with your own money. I didn't get a loan to start my supplement line. It, it's money that I made from things I've done before, kettlebell workshops, videos, et cetera, that I put into this whole thing. So you're going to play it much smarter, and you're also going to think, you know, what, what do I need to make to be happy here? That's a question that no one really asks. I mean, do I need to make millions to be happy? Fuck no. Of course not, I don't. If I made what I make right now and I never made more for the rest of my life, 
that would be more than enough to take care of me, family, friends, you know, causes I want to support, all of those things, and have a great lifestyle because trust me, anyone working in the corporate world, they don't have my lifestyle. They don't have the lifestyle where I, I can get up whenever I want. I'm making money while I'm sleeping. I travel all over the world meeting interesting people. They don't have that lifestyle. And those are the things that are important to me. Like we were talking about before we got on, like you and Paulette were talking about the importance of lifestyle and enjoying your life. Right. Yeah, man. I, it, I think just taking the phrase "go big or go home" is very relevant. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. mean, yeah. yeah, man, I'm coming to, I'm dominate the world. But the thing is, whose world are you trying to dominate? And right. my thing is, like you said, you, you want to. I, I feel like it's even, it's better when you're living according to your values, and you'll be a much happier person that way. And because eventually, you see it all the time. You see guys who are. They're going for the six, seven figures, working for someone else, and they just drive themselves to the ground. They never get a chance to really enjoy that life. So right. you really just have to stop and ask yourself, like, what are my values, and how can I do what I'm doing and make it run parallel with my values and enhance those values? So it's just a simple question. It's all about, again, just asking those hard questions. And a lot of times those questions are really not that hard. If we just kind of move our egos or if we remove what other people tell us is how it's supposed to be, Man, it's amazing. You're like, you know what? Clarity moment. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't need I, I, this. I think people make too much complexity. Like I was hanging out with my friend Christmas Dimitros for lunch yesterday, and he was we were talking about this very thing. Mm-hmm. And he had this he had this whole story about this guy that was selling coconuts on the beach in Mexico, right? And, and, and then all of a sudden, an American corporate guy came along, and he's like, man, you know, you have a nice operation here. Have you ever thought about expanding, you know, opening up these places all over the world? And then you could go, he's like, you could go work in the U.S. for 10 years, and then you could come back here and retire and relax. And then the guy's like, I'm doing that right now. You know? what, what do I need why, to go through why, all that trouble? Yeah. Why do, I, and, why do I need to leave and come back to retire? <laughs> so why yeah, 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 exactly. So sometimes like, people have these... I, I, I think it's, it, when you grow up in this culture, that that's kind of embedded in your mind, right? Like you've got to keep up with the Joneses. You've got to do this. You've got to have these status of things. And, and no one really asks the question, you know, what's going to actually make you happy and enjoy your life? Now, those aren't the things that people are encouraging you to ask yourself. Like be practical, get a job, do this. And I'm not saying all those things are not useful things to think about as well. They are. But so whether your life is long or short, you know, let, let's make it enjoyable. Let's figure out what's actually going to really satisfy you and get you excited about stuff. And, you know, the other funny thing is that uh, people are telling me, like, oh, you know, at, you know, at some point you're going to get lawsuits over your products, you know, so be prepared for that and so forth. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys, you guys, are, you guys are really giving me problems to think about that are, that are not happening. You know what I mean? Why do I need to worry about that? I was like, here's why I don't worry about that. Number one, I make really high-quality products, and these things are all lab-tested to make sure there aren't, like, heavy metals and other toxic materials in there. Okay, that's, right. that's, that's number one is high-quality, safe, good products. I take them personally. You know, I mean, not, I'm not telling anyone to take something that I don't take personally. I use every product I sell. That's number one. starts with me. Okay, number two is I'm not trying to go through all of these stores and do this high-level operation, what I'm doing is basically attracting people that are a good fit. They're, they're being attracted to my message, this whole Mahler's aggressive strength, live life aggressively. Thing. And those are the people that are buying my product. If someone doesn't get the benefits they want, I give them a refund without any hassle. They don't have to call me up and talk about it for 30 minutes. All they got to do is tell me, hey, I didn't get what I wanted out of this. No problem. Here's how you get a refund. And that's it. 
In other words, I'm treating people really well, whether they're getting good results or they're not getting good results. They're still going to have a good customer service experience. They're not going to be like, man, that guy was a total nuisance. I'm never going to buy something from something from him again. And where I'm going with this is there, there was an interesting study about doctors who get sued. And people automatically think, oh, man, you know, if a doctor screws up, he or she is going to get sued right away. And that's not necessarily what's happening. What made someone want to sue a doctor is when they had this really callous attitude about fucking up. You know, they screwed up, and they're like, so what? They didn't take any responsibility for it. They left the patient hanging. That's what really pissed them off, as any of us would be. You know, right. when, when a doctor owned up to it, when he or she said, look, you know, I, I thought this was what was going on. I screwed up, and that's why this happened. You know, nine times out of ten, they didn't get sued because they yeah. actually showed The next thing is, care. somebody's like, okay, what do we do next, doc? Exactly. <laughs> they took responsibility for it, number one. They showed actual compassion for the patient. So you would feel like a dick, you know, suing someone like that. It's, <laughs> right. when, it's when they don't take any responsibility at all, and they have this just cavalier attitude of who cares. That's your problem. Right. Right. It's, and going back to the guy that you said that um, met the guy in Mexico that was selling coconuts. Yeah. It's funny. I was just reading this morning. I was reading um, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Yeah, great That's what book. I'm reading right now. Love this book, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's I'm, like I'm every... working on getting him on the show, man. I oh, yes. I was, yeah. Dude, I was going to tell you, we got to get him on the show. Yeah. And every page is like a freaking aha moment. It's just You have to sit there and stop after every page and just put the book down and like, seriously, and just scratch your head like, wow. I've never... It's been a while, probably since reading some of Robert Greene's books, where every page you're like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was just talking about um, resistance being yeah. also yeah. fundamentalism. Everybody's got these fundamentals. And that's the difference. That's what inhibits creativity. They're going about, they have these set of rules like this is how it's going to be. And this is the magic formula. You do this, you do this, and then this is going to happen. And they think right, that is right. what's going to happen every time they apply that formula. Just like this guy was telling the guy to selling coconuts. Come to America, expand your business. You can blow up. And then once you make up tons and tons of money from having all these franchises and expanding, you can come back home and retire. Because that's <laughs> yeah. what, that's how we roll in America, baby. <laughs> and this dude's like, no, I'm in Mexico and I'm chilling. I'm good. And I'm pretty sure he's doing exactly what you were just saying. I'm pretty sure by him being in Mexico, that's his home. He knows his customers. He probably grew up with them. Their families have known each other for generations. He has a relationship with folks who come right. and buy these coconuts from him. Right. Or exactly. people who come in like this business guy that's coming in who may be vacationing or whatever from out in the U.S. who's stopping by and he's buying the coconut product. He's getting this, this interaction with this guy right now. That right there should already make the business guy from America stop and think about the things that he's saying. Like, dude, this guy's actually approachable. You can actually talk to him right now. Here's this business owner. Here's this entrepreneur. You're actually interacting with this guy, and you're actually having a conversation. When he expands in America, you think that's going to happen? No, you're going to have customer service. It's going to be outsourced to India. You're yeah, calling right. about some problem with coconuts, and there's somebody with an Indian accent. Yeah, quality of the product <laughs> is going to go down now. Yeah, yeah exactly. then you're going to get shareholders. You're going to have stocks, which means once you bring in shareholders, you as the business owner of the entrepreneur no longer has a voice. Now, right, right. if anything, you'll be lucky if you're just still the chairman of the company. Yeah, you're, you're an employee now for your shareholders. Yeah, of yourself. That, that's of your own yeah, you're, you're an, yeah, you're an employee of your own company now rather exactly. than the guy who – who has the final word and so forth. Yeah, I think, you know, what happens is, is sometimes people, I'm, I'm just using the corporate world as an example. You know, I'm not being hard on that. If, if, that's, if that's a world that you enjoy and you like doing it, you know, more power to you. I'm just using it as an example here is that sometimes when people are in that world, they're miserable and they see you going totally against the grain happy 
and they're like, how do I make this person miserable like me? <laughs> it's like, hey, Mike, why don't you do all this? Why, why don't you get a PR agent and expand all this stuff? And, and now my whole day revolves around all of that crap where I'm irritated all the time. Phone call after and, and, phone yeah, call. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have time to work out anymore. You know, my sleep is screwed and my health starts declining. And for what? You know, now, now it's like I've got plenty of free time. And, again, customer's happy. I'm happy. I've got a good lifestyle. They've got a good product. And, you know, this may sound like a little naive to someone who's thinking, like, on such a top-line level, but I, I like the idea that the people that are buying my products are people that I could actually go hang out with. I like – yeah, I like Mike's stuff, and he seems like a, a cool guy like me. I'm going to buy his products because we have similar goals and I trust him. And uh, I, bet, I bet the chance – I bet the percentage of people who buy my products uh, versus people I could actually get along and hang out with, I bet it's a very good ratio. Yeah, because, yeah, I can say because this. of the way my business is set up. Yeah, I can say this. Just from what we've been doing with um, the reviews, when folks are sending in their reviews on iTunes or Stitcher, and keep those reviews coming, folks, by the way, yeah. and when they, they hit us up and let us know they left a review, some of, you know, some of you guys are very sophisticated. You send us a screenshot of the reviews because we know iTunes <laughs> yeah. is a little slow yeah, on releasing yeah. them. That's always funny. Yeah. What's really cool, though, is that the folks that are like submitting their reviews, when they send you an email or – myself an email to tell us that they've sent the reviews. It's always funny. I'm pretty sure if I were to do an average and do a tally of everyone that has a positive experience and is so surprised that you and I are actually replying back and we're interacting with them, not just with one email like, hey, thank you, whatever, and, and they may reply back. I've had guys coming back and saying, like, dude, I didn't realize that the wellness code was so full of various aspects of wellness with, with your life that, that right. you can use that. And I'm loving Mike's hormone optimization lecture as well. Man, I didn't expect to get all this just for a review. I'm like, dude, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Let me know what you think about it. And they were like, just the fact that you're taking the time out to talk to me and reply back to my email, I really appreciate that, man. That's the point where you guys, that's the point where you have them on on the tip of your finger. And you go, you know what, I'm really glad you're enjoying all that free info. Go ahead and send me $100 by PayPal. Here's my email address. Because my family in Nigeria was wiped out completely. <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. Someone gives me, oh, man, you guys are so generous. I'm like, yeah, we really are. Now, if you feel bad about that, you know, like you feel guilty about our generosity, here's oh. our respective PayPal email addresses, and you know, go ahead right. and make a donation. <laughs> yeah. well, we're just joking, but we're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, you're right, man. Reviews have been cool and, and, and some really good constructive ones as well. One was talking about is like, you know, I love you guys' show, but you guys tend to be a little bit too repetitive on certain topics, which I agree with. Sometimes you and I are, there's certain themes that you and I like talking about where it just organically keeps popping up. But, you know, I was listening to some of the shows and I was like, I was like, yeah, this guy's right. You know, sometimes you and I tend to talk about this one point a little bit too much. So, it's, so what, what I try to do now is just put together a couple talking points each time so that we have different material, you know, each week as opposed to we, we don't prepare at all. And then we, we just wing it, which can be cool sometimes, but sometimes that's what leads to that, you know, repetitive nature. And uh, that brings up a couple things that I thought would be interesting for today's show is that, you know, people, people look at a lot of different studies, and they, off, they often deduce them way too in too a simplistic manner, and they don't look at the fine lines of stuff. And I'll give you a couple of examples. I will say this. I will say this. PubMed is a blessing and a curse. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you, you, you sometimes you have to read the research, and then you have to read other research to understand what you just read. Right. Yeah, so it's, I'm not saying any of this stuff is useful. You know, I read a lot of research too, but sometimes I, myself, I jump the gun. Like I'll read something and be like, oh, cool, man, that stuff's awesome. 
And then I'll go back and reread it and be like, ah, you know what? This wasn't that great of a study, actually. There's way too many variables for this to be that precise. So, I mean, I, I fall into that category myself. Here's a recent example. You know, I, I was reading this one, uh, I think it was an MMA magazine, and they had this, they had a section in the magazine with different studies. And they had this one study on woodcutting versus playing soccer. It's in the Journal of Evolution and Human Behavior. Now, the chopping wood was done by indigenous men in Bolivia for an hour versus men in the Western world, I believe somewhere in Europe, playing soccer for an hour. And what they found is after an hour, testosterone went up by 46.8% in the men chopping wood in Bolivia versus 30% in the men in the developed world playing soccer. So some people are going to hear that and be like, oh, man, it's time to get that axe out, go chop the wood, <laughs> or get a sledgehammer out, start hitting that tire. And, uh, oh, I'm going to quit playing soccer. It only increases testosterone 30 versus 46. And that, that's an example of what I'm talking about where you're, it's overly simplified. Okay, here's what I mean by variables. One group is indigenous men living in Bolivia versus people in the developed world playing soccer in the West. So to- two totally different lifestyles. Yeah, lifestyle differences. right? And there. then you have to ask yourself, when you're chopping wood, they're not doing that for exercise. I mean, they're doing that for a survival need. I mean, they're going to exactly. use that to keep warm or cook food or whatever it is. So you could say that the sense of accomplishment they get from chopping wood is a critical factor to why their testosterone went up. No doubt the physical act, right? That, that's a pretty intense act, especially for an hour. You know, chopping wood for an hour, that, that's a conditioning workout right there, man. Right. That's no joke. So there's, there's no doubt that there's a physiological reason as well. But there's probably some mental reasons, too, that, that sense of accomplishment, you're contributing to your community. And also, you may just be much happier going into it because of your lifestyle, that you're going to get a higher increase just because. Now, the, yeah. soccer, the soccer is more like just a bunch of guys having fun, right? They're not, this wasn't like guys in the league or any kind of competitive thing. It was just like people playing for fun. So that could be more relaxing, and it's more fun. It, you know, there's going to be a competitive nature there. But you don't necessarily have a sense of accomplishment, right? Like you're not going to put that in your log like, oh, I played soccer today. I'm a better person now as a result of it, or I really helped my community. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, these things are more sophisticated than like, oh, wow, that one thing increases testosterone more. I'm going to start doing that. (laughs) Yeah, and it's also when you look at the indigenous people, another thing that you can factor in, they're chopping wood. If they're in Bolivia, they're out in the woods. It could be a sense of danger as well because you never know when some wild animal might pop up and interrupt your wood chopping session. So guess what? fight or flight, you don't think that's going to ramp up some testosterone, buddy, as opposed to you going to the park with you and your buddies or your mates, and you're just kind of kicking a ball around here and there, and then when you're done, you head to the <laughs> yeah. pub. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, a lot of, this is indigenous Bolivia, so there could be a lot of women walking around topless. You know, who knows what effect that has? You know? <laughs> or, or there could be drug dealers trying to recruit you to come work for them. <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to yeah. die otherwise, or they're going to kill your yeah, family yeah. if you don't come you work been, for them. You could have been chopping that wood at gunpoint. You know, you yeah, exactly. This is what I mean by all variables. That, that's why a lot of studies are very difficult, right? Because you'll take two yeah. groups. And, you know, there was another study with Ginger that I posted, right? It was like after three months, the guys took Ginger had this increase in testosterone and LH. And, you know, a guy jumped on my Facebook, and he was very respectful, by the way. And he's like, uh, you know, Mike, you put out great info, but honestly, this is a pretty crappy study for these reasons. There's so many variables and so forth. And, and I went back and reread it, and I was like, you know what? I see exactly where you're coming from. You know, over the course of three months, there's so many variables that could have contributed to that. So, you know, who right. necessarily knows? It doesn't mean that Ginger is worthless. Ginger has a lot of benefits, and I do believe that Ginger is testosterone-supportive in men. But we, we don't want to just jump the gun with stuff. 
is where we're right. going with this kind of thing. Is it useful to read stuff like this? Absolutely. But it, it, it basically should make you want to look further into it. She'd be like, you know what? This looks interesting. Let's look further into it as opposed to awesome. Let's start bottling this stuff up and selling it. Yeah, That's baby. Found, I found the magic bullet. Found it. <laughs> yeah, all you, all you coaches and strength and conditioning guys out there saying there is no magic pill, found it. And it's called Ginger Baby. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got one more study that's equally interesting. As, as a coffee drinker, you'll like this one. This one's interesting. Okay, it says caffeine reduces, in addition to improving workout performance, caffeine was shown to reduce post-workout soreness. This is you get a stronger grip. You get three strong cups of coffee is what they were using. So that's about mm-hmm. 300 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah. So basically, now here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. People read this. They're like, awesome. I'm going to get a great workout taking my caffeine before training, and I'm going to be less yeah, sore. Yeah, not that easy. Adrenal fatigue. But, but here's, here's the question. Why are you less sore? And what they even said in this article is that caffeine weakens pain signals that travel throughout the body. Right. So what's going on here is that you're feeling less soreness, but that doesn't mean that the same amount of damage, if not more, is there because you're working out more intensely now from the caffeine boost. Just because you don't feel the post-workout soreness as much doesn't mean that it's not there, right? It's like taking aspirin and your headache's gone. Is the headache gone or is your feeling of the headache gone? It's your feeling of the headache that's gone. So I'm not saying that caffeine is not useful as a pre-workout supplement. It is. It definitely improves performance. But let's not jump the gun here and say, oh, well, man, you know, three cups, I'm going to start drinking five. Whenever I have any pain in the body, I'm going to start drinking it because I won't feel well, as much. <laughs> let me say this. There's nothing worse than the crackhead workout. So you take those – you have five cups of black coffee before a workout. I'm telling you, you're going to look like Pookie or Gator from, from Jungle Fever. <laughs> Shaking. Any crackhead that Samuel L. Jackson's ever played, you will be that guy. So right. imagine trying to sit there and do deadlifts. And why you're shaking like that. It's hard to focus. God forbid, if you're doing kettlebell sport and you're trying to maintain 5, 10, 20 minutes of doing the same lift over and over, but you're sitting there shaking, your eyes are bulging out of your head, and you're going to be cotton mouth as all hell. So that's the one thing you're also leaving out. You're not just going to drink yeah. this three cups of coffee before a workout and think that's going to just be it. It's going to increase your thirst also. So you're going to really find yourself being very thirsty. So, there, there, again, once again with these studies, there's so many more variables to factor in with this. And also... If you're someone that already has severe adrenal fatigue, guess what? This is not going to help you. In fact, it's going to make you probably a little more tired and run down during this training because your, your adrenals already shot the crap, and they're not going to be as receptive to the benefits of the caffeine. And guess what? A latte, that doesn't necessarily count either because when you start throwing in milk, your milk of choice with that coffee, mm, not going to help. Right. Increasing that mucus, not a good thing. So guess what? Lactic acid is going to love that. Yeah, if I had three cups of coffee before training, I, uh, it's, it wouldn't be a good workout. I'll leave it at yeah. that. That's one cup, though. Maybe definitely. once a week. I will have like a shot. I'll do a shot, at the most a double shot. But it will be two hours or three hours, sometimes even four hours before my training. Because I want to go ahead and hit that peak. I actually want to start training right about a quarter or midway on the downside of that peak. So, therefore, I'm kind of meeting it halfway with the intensity of the workout at the same time. I don't want to just... I don't want to just shoot my adrenal glands just over the moon, man, and just then when I'm done, I may not be as sore that day or the day after, but emotionally and mentally, I'm drained if I sit there and just do too much too soon when it comes to having coffee. And I always, like I said, I really double up on the water. I have the coconut water with me as well to get those electrolytes in. So it's so much more. It's just like I said, there's no one-trick pony when it comes to this, and you got to be really careful when you read stuff, like especially if you're already someone 
who pretty much lives and dies by coffee. And I know so many people like they're like, I have to have my coffee. I have to have my coffee. Well, if you're that right. person that sounds like a freaking crib keeper when it comes to coffee, this is probably not going to be for you. This study that Mike's talking about, you, right. you need to find some other things. So yeah, the way the way I think about coffee is that it, there's a lot of health benefits of coffee. Number one, now if it, it it's healthy for you if you wake up and you don't need it and you exactly. have it because you want to versus you wake up and you need it to get your day going. And right. most people I know who have adrenal fatigue and drink a lot of coffee, they need it. They're not waking up and enjoying a cup of coffee. They, they, they're not going to be able to get their day going at all unless they have that first cup. And usually that first cup leads to a first pot, <laughs> sometimes more than that. And that brings up another question that people were asking me, what are, my, what, supplements, what are my favorite supplements for adrenal fatigue? And I'll get into this briefly. And the reason why I won't get it into in depth is because I have a whole section on that, on the, on the free hormone optimization lecture that you get for giving us a review. One of the episodes is devoted to that very topic. So if you want in-depth information, all you have to do is give us a nice review and I'll send, let us know and I'll send it to you and you get sincere stuff as well. So on, on that note, just briefly, some of my favorite supplements for increase for addressing adrenal fatigue rather are ashwagandha, it's an Indian herb, awesome stuff. It's been shown to help increase DHEA by about 18%, help modulate cortisol, so the reason to produce cortisol is not as pronounced, and also help rejuvenate, also help act as an adaptogen, so that if your cortisol is really low, it'll help bring it up. If it's too high, help bring it down. Siberian ginseng falls into the same category. Mm -hmm. There's a synergy when you take them together. So ashwagandha, Siberian ginseng is a good combo. Rhodiola is another really good one. Korean ginseng is useful for some people. Korean ginseng is good if you have like really low morning cortisol because it will actually help your adrenal glands release more cortisol. So if you already have really high cortisol, you don't want to take it because it may take it higher. If you have really low cortisol, especially in the morning, it can be useful. Any B vitamins are very important because when you're under a lot of stress, you deplete B vitamins big time. So a B100 tablet a couple times a day is useful. Vitamin C is also used to not, – not only is, is vitamin C really rejuvenates the adrenal glands, and it also is, helps with modulating cortisol as well. Phosphatidylserine is a really interesting nutrient that's good for your brain health. And also, it's been shown to lower cortisol. It's, it's the only supplement that's actually been shown to lower cortisol in actual studies by about 30 to 40%. So that's useful, again, for someone who has that, let's say your cortisol is low in the morning, and then in the evening it goes way up and you have a hard time sleeping. You take phosphatidylserine then, it'll help lower your cortisol so you can get into that more relaxed state. I actually like to take it after workshops sometimes because I'm sure you've noticed that often after you teach a workshop, six, eight hours, you're tired, but you're very alert as well, right? You right. kind of have that nervous energy because you've been working all day and you're, you know, you're, you're, ju you're just having a hard time unwinding. You know, that's when about 400 to 800 milligrams of phosphatidylserine will really help you unwind and relax and get to sleep that night. And then vitamin D3, magnesium, both are very important for your natural energy production, your immune system, stuff like that. Now, if there were one supplement I could recommend for addressing adrenal fatigue. Let's say you just wanted to take one thing and leave it at that. Life Extension has a really good product called Adrenal Energy. The best place price-wise I've seen to get it is iHerb.com. That's I-H-E-R-B, all one word, dot com. They ship all over the world, too. So if you're listening overseas, chances are you'll be able to buy it from them. Two tablets twice a day for about eight weeks. 
really helps with adrenal fatigue. I had one guy's DHEA on a saliva test was basically like non-detectable. It was like below two. And after eight weeks on this supplement, it went up to five. Like, this is the guy I know. And his progesterone was extremely low. And progesterone is, is what is used to create cortisol. So progesterone converts into cortisol. So when progesterone is really low, it's being cannibalized to create cortisol, which is an essential hormone. You don't create cortisol, you know, you're dead. So what happened is his progesterone went up, which is a good sign here that, you know, the adrenals are rejuvenating and not so much conversion has to happen now because DHEA is improved, which has a good, which helps balance cortisol. Progesterone is now higher, which means it's not being cannibalized to create cortisol. That's a sign that his adrenal health is on the path to really rejuvenating. But definitely give us a review. You'll get the lecture series and you'll get way more detailed information than what I just mentioned on you know, addressing adrenal fatigue. Also, be patient with any supplement protocol you do. You've know, you you got to give it at least eight weeks to really notice a profound benefit. I mean, you'll notice benefits along the way, but it, it's going to take time. Uh, you've probably been in it, if, if you have any kind of adrenal fatigue, which basically means that you wake up with no energy and then you have a hard time sleeping at night because your energy goes way up late at night. Now, that's the simple answer there. Mm-hmm. You've probably had that for a long time. So you're just going to have to weather that storm, stay with it, stay consistent, and, and you can get out of it. I've been in and out of adrenal fatigue several times, you know, so you can definitely get out of it. But you know that feeling like when your arms feel really heavy and like everything is the task now? You know, those are all the obvious signs of some pretty bad adrenal <laughs> yeah. fatigue right there. Yeah. So definitely. And one more thing, man, before we, before we end the show, um, we were talking about adrenal fatigue and also just talking about progesterone. Let's talk also about one more thing. I, I emailed you about this earlier. I know a lot of the women that listen to our show. We talk a lot about your testosterone booster. And I'm pretty sure they're thinking, okay, what about women? What, what supplements do you have for women or what suggestions do you have for them? And I know you briefly mentioned it earlier in the show. Also, can women benefit from your testosterone booster as well? Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, my Restorazyme and my recovery oil is unisexual. Both men and women can take it and benefit the same exact way. The testosterone booster is made for men you know, for obvious reasons. Not a lot of women I know are trying to increase testosterone, and so that's made for men. But yeah. the, the, the bulbine in it hasn't really been shown to do anything positive for, for women thus far. Now, I, I thought theoretically it may in, increase progesterone, improve that estrogen balance, but it hasn't, it hasn't been shown to do that in any study I've seen you know, with rodent studies. Now, the, the macuna, just the, just the benefits it has for men are similar for women. It'll increase growth hormone in both sexes. It improves insulin sensitivity, glucose disposal in both sexes. It'll give you a nice energy boost. The dopamine's great as a nootropic benefit. And then the stinging nettle root has positive benefits for your liver, your kidneys, et cetera. So some women I know are taking one tablet first thing in the morning, get a nice energy boost, great pre-workout, you're just solid, ready to go. So women who want to experiment with it, you can try, maybe, you know, your guy buys a bottle, you know, take, try taking one tablet a day for a couple of weeks, see what you think, or if you want to buy one for yourself, you know, give it a shot. Everything I, I sell is, is guaranteed, meaning that if, you, if, you, if you're not happy with it for whatever reason, I'll make sure you get a refund. Just awesome. keep that in mind. Cool. All right, man. So I guess that'll wrap up our part of the show this week. And before we go, make sure you hop by my website, newwarriortraining.com. Hit the coupon code, type it in, L-L-A, and you can get my digital download or the physical copy of my bodyweight training DVD for 30% off. 
or head over to Mike's site and get 10% off of all of his supplements by typing in the coupon code LLA. Um, as far as any events coming up for myself, next thing up for me will be the kettlebell course for athletes for power, strength, and conditioning. That's happening at League City CrossFit, which is about 30 minutes outside of Houston, and it's right, right around the corner from NASA. So if you can make it out here in January to Texas, love to see you. I guarantee you it'll be a lot warmer than it is today. Big time. That's just how we roll. You'll be back in shorts in January out here. Anything coming up for you, Mike? No, no events right now. I'm taking it easy, just staying at home, relaxing, working on my supplement line, working on our show, and that's about it for right now. All right, so keep those reviews coming in, everybody, on Stitcher and on iTunes. Don't forget to send those reviews over to us. Let us know that you've done it, and we will hook you up. We've talked about it throughout the show, so I'm not going to say it again for the <laughs> sake of not being repetitive. And keep hitting us up on the fan page and on Twitter as well, folks. We love communicating with you guys, just getting your feedback beyond the reviews as well. So take care, everyone. Take care.